Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast, Paul's 50 years of sporting memories. In this podcast, I will talk about my favourite sporting memories over the past 50 years with my good friend Glenn. It covers a wide range of sports and the triumphs and heartaches along the way. In each episode, we will go back in time to talk about my memories from a particular year. This is Paul Tonner. <coughs> Welcome to this episode of Paul's 50 Years of Sporting Memories. I hope you are well and I've had a great sporting week. How are you going, Glenn? Oh, not too bad. Yep. Now that the first of spring, things are starting to warm up. It's quite warm. It was quite warm last night in my place. Yeah? Don't know why, but I did Oh, it's good to hear. It's yeah. been a long time coming, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got a special episode today. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be talking about sporting movies. Yeah. So, yeah. so you got your popcorn ready? Yep. And your truck top ice cream? <laughs> and your, and your um, large Coke? <laughs> Not that you and I drink Coke. Uh, uh. Yeah. Except if it's got rum in it. <laughs> oh, yep, that's right. Yeah, you like those ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, how's your sporting week been? Oh, yeah, pretty quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Parramatta's going like a busted. Gold Coast won a game. My God, yeah. yeah. The Suns won, the Titans won. Yeah. And I think the Titans are going to uh, finish us a top. Queensland team yeah. this year, yeah, the way things are. So, yeah, I'm hoping the Bulldogs win every week because, yeah, the more they win, yeah, the more likely the Broncos are going to get the wooden spoon. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> well, the Gold Coast Suns takes on the Brisbane Lions next, which will be interesting. Local derby. If um, if the Gold Coast Suns beat the Lions, they're going to. Be pretty good for the rest of the season yeah. be- because the Lions have just been powering through <laughs> the season so far. Okay, so even though we've got this special episode of the sporting movies, great sporting movies for this week, we are still going to have our quiz questions. Woo! Yep. And Miss Olivia's here. Hello. To read them out. Mm-hmm. That's what I should look. How are you going? What you been up to? I'm doing my braids. You're doing your braids? Well, I'm doing them anyways, because I've had them. They look a bit like Bob Marley at the moment. Who's he? He's a famous reggae singer. I just well, he's, like... He died a long time ago. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry for your loss. Very famous. Yeah. And you had another birthday party. <gasps> another one. <laughs> it's been a party-a-thon, hasn't it? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Call it that. Mm-hmm. Lots of sugar, lots of cake. I want to go to bed. <laughs> but I also just did like an entire rhythmic gymnastics routine in my living room. So I don't know if I want to go to bed or I don't. It's really confusing. Okay, read out number one. So what Hollywood star actor featured as Billy Bean in the 2011 Moneyball? Yeah, in the, in the 20 fil- 2011 film Moneyball. Do you like okay, that Okay, so read it out again. What Hollywood star actor featured as Billy Bean in the 2011 film Moneyball? Okay, number two. What movie in... Right, the movie. The movie Fire in Babylon? That's right. Is based on what sporting team in the 1970s and 80s? 
So I'll read that again. The, the movie Fire in Babylon is based on what sporting team in the 1970s and 80s? Okay, and last question. This is a multiple choice. Okay. So Something we haven't had on this po- podcast before. It's yeah. unprecedented. It's always just a closed question. <laughs> Gosh, my philosophy teacher would be so proud of me for saying that. Question. Well, you did their philosophy in school? Yeah. What? Yeah. In primary school? Yeah. We sit in like a big circle and we like roll a ball to each other. It's really interesting. It's actually quite interesting. What do you learn in philosophy? Like different types of questions, how like people's feelings work, I guess, like how somebody might be feeling in a certain situation. Right. Kind of links into like health and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Gosh, times have changed, haven't they, Glenn? <laughs> okay, last question. What is it? Um, which one of these three movies won a Best Picture award in the at the Academy Awards? So, is it Jerry Macquarie? Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. So, so is it A. Jerry Maguire? B. Million Dollar Baby. Um, or C. Unbroken. Okay. What do you th- what I what do you think it is? Oh, I know the answer, but I'm not gonna. I'm not going to tell it. I think it's, we won't give it away until the end. I think it's unbroken because it sounds fancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's your answer. Lock it in. <laughs> Rightio. So you need to select which one of those movies won the Best Picture Award at the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Now, there were some sporting movies that won uh, the Best Picture Award. And Chariots of Fire was one of them. Million Dollar Baby is a sporting movie? <laughs> Yeah, yep. Wait, what? Mm. I thought it was like that. It's like Million Dollar Man. It's about a female boxer. Yep. Why is she a million dollar baby? Well, you have to watch the movie and find out. Okay. Mm. Wow. Okay, so yeah, we'll, advertising. we'll um, give the answers to, to those questions mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. Let's do that. Yeah, well, uh, are there any sporting movies that... Come to your mind that you've like I've seen so many over the years. And yeah. There'll probably be some that I've forgotten today, yeah. and I'm sure there'll be some you know that our listeners can think of and yeah. that we forgot to mention. And yeah, they're more than happy to share it, on the share it around. Yeah. Yep, online. Yeah, well, there's the old back in 1983. There was a club. That's right. Yeah, I remember studying that at school. AFL. Yeah, yeah. but there. The great um, Jack Thompson and <laughs> yeah, there's Jack Thompson and oh, forget Gra- the Graham Kennedy. That's right. Yeah. 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 I remember studying it in year tw- yeah. year eleven. It was mainly about the um, antics mm. on the field and, and especially with the what goes on in the boardroom. Yeah, on you know, the the way they carry on. Yeah, so also um, John Howard. That's right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. He, he was, um, he was Jeff Howard, Haywood in the movie. Mm. Yeah. So there, there's this, um, just a bit of a saying, not a saying, but a, a catchphrase from the movie. It was, um, Jack Thompson as Lowy Holden. He was the coach, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. 
um, Jeff Howard. Jeff has arrived late for training. Oh, that's right. He was the um, the recruit from Tasmania, the star recruit. (laughs) And Laurie Holden says, where have you been? And Jeff Howard said, get stuffed. (laughs) But, but yeah, it's just the way that, you know, because John Howard's a fairly big guy. Yeah. And with that deep voice and just the way he said it, yeah, you know, had a real bit of grunt behind it. Gosh, you would have been young then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. yeah no, he's been he's been in a lot of movies. Mm. Yeah, right. So yeah, but that was that. You know, I've watched that quite a few times. It's a part of my collection at home. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I remember the fiery altercations between the the coach and the and the board. Yeah, <laughs> it was years ago I saw it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But no, it's it's a good movie. It was based on Collingwood, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Any other movies? Yeah, we're also talking about some miniseries. So miniseries and or sporting documentaries. Well, well, there was Bodyline. Oh, Bodyline, of yeah. course. That was in 1984. Mm, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, Gary Sweet, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. So that talked about the what? What? What season was that? 1932, 33 yeah. season. So basically, what it was, it was um, 1930 series in England. Yeah, Bradman was just destroying them. You know, like he he scored like uh, I think yeah. it was over a thousand runs for that series. He, yeah. The Headingley Test, he scored a triple century in a day. Yeah. And yeah, they needed to come up with a plan yeah. to restrict him, yeah. try and get him out. Yeah. And yeah, and Jardine, who became the captain. Yeah, I remember that scene in that movie. They're looking at the old film, and oh, they saw him flinch to a bouncer. Yeah. That's how they yeah, they came up with the idea of body line. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it wasn't, you know. I know it was unsportsmanlike, but back then it was within the rules, yeah. you know. So, uh, yeah, and they, it worked. You know, they managed to bring his average down from over 100 to 40-odd yeah. yeah. in that series. Yeah. Because when well, I was looking this up and I saw the gauge was played – Don Bradman, I thought. That's right. Yeah. Now I looked at him, I thought, shit, he looks totally different to what <laughs> he does now. <laughs> and Gary Sweet's been in a lot of different movies and, yeah. and miniseries over the top, over the years. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can remember, that was on when I was in Year 7, and I think it was the third State of Origin game of 1984, yeah. and I was flicking channels the whole night because... Uh, no, you had yeah. the origin on Channel Nine. You had yeah. Bodyline on, might have been Channel Ten, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was, one, I think, of the final episode of it. And so they, yeah. they, they were giving the, the, the diehard cricket fans something to watch mm. instead of the yeah, that's right. Origin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, it was a good, good series, good, good documentary. That yeah, yeah good mini series. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Any other ones that you can think of? Well, another one documented series on AFL was The Australian Dream. Oh, okay. Adam, I don't uh, know that one. Adam Goods. Yep. And, the, yeah, just talking about his 
his um, younger years playing yeah. in the outback and that, and his dream of playing AFL, mm. you know, Australian Football League, because in the Aboriginal um, cult, not culture, but in their towns, they mainly play AFL and rugby. Yeah. Yeah, so, mm. you know, a couple of weeks ago, I saw the, the um, Indigenous Roundup at Darwin in the Northern Territory of Australia and all these Aborigines there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a game in Alice Springs. Yeah. I saw um, oh, just some of the highlights on the news and, yeah, yeah there was a lot of yeah. um, um, Aboriginal people there yeah. watching it. Yeah. 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 Incredible yeah. skill, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. And, of course, we've had, you know, Australians like to make fun of things and sports and that too. Yeah. We got a good one called Cracker Jack. Oh, Cracker Jack. About, lawn yeah, bowls. Yeah, yeah. About, um, yeah, lawn bowls with mm. Tony Martin, Mick Malloy, and yeah. Richard, Richard Malloy, yeah, Judith Lucy. Also, um, oh, what's his name? Was it about a bowling club that, that was closing down from memory? Or? It's. Yeah, well, the bowling club is going for a hard time. Yeah, but um, Mick Malloy, the character he played, he um, he got membership there so he could get a par- a parking pass to par- park in the car park. Yeah, because he worked a- across the road, mm. so he paid six dollars a year. Yeah, instead of paying you know hundreds of dollars a year in in parking fees. Yeah. So he then, you know, he was using that as a scam, and, and he had three other, two other passes. I mean, and he used to hide them out. Oh, okay. So it, it was also around the time when there was a lot of bus strikes and yeah, you know, transport strikes, and he used to he used to sell yeah, hire out the other two passes for huh. you know, sixty bucks a day. Oh, okay. And that, so it was a real cake. Character building, and and then because the the dwindling membership of the club or the club um, members of the club were getting too old, they had to raise more money so they to go on competition. So then he he got um, roped in to start to play bowls for them. That's right. Yeah. yeah so it went from that. it went from there, and it was, yeah. it's a good movie because it's mm. it's also got the great late Bill Hunter. Right. And, oh, yeah. And he's been in. He's been lots of movies. In lots of Australian yeah. movies. And, and even though Bill had been off, Bill Hunter had been offered movies in other countries, mm. he wouldn't accept them. So right. He said, I only do Australian movies. Yeah. Yeah, because he'd been in so many movies. Mm. But yeah, it's a, even though it's a, it's a good old laugh, but it's very warm hearted movie. Yeah. About the spirit of mateship and. Yeah, and giving the other person a go and having a bit of a dig at each other. So. It was in the two thousands from memory, wasn't it? Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that was another great movie. Mm. And then we got you know the Nicole Kidman and BMX Bandits. Oh, BMX Bandits. So, yeah. yeah, that started <laughs> out for her. <laughs> That would have been a first movie, surely. That's right, yeah. That yeah. was the first movie that, that actually made a 
she she actually wasn't starring starring yeah actor in that movie. Mm. Well, actually, there, there was another movie, sports movie I just can think of now, um, Days of Thunder. Yeah, yeah, that would have been like nineteen ninety. Yeah. Tom Cruise, I think that's where they met. And yeah, they got married a short time after, but yeah, it didn't didn't last. He got into his Scientology and yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah but um, yeah, but, but even like movies that, that aren't sport related, but have a lot of mm. sporting actors in them, like the um, the Expandables. Yeah. With Sylvester Stallone, and yeah, even though yeah, it's not to do with the actual sport, it's using people from the martial arts, yeah, industry and boxing, and 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 that coming yeah. together to well, even weightlifting with um mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger with yeah. and a couple of them. Well, I just found out recently. Um, the British actor Jason St- Statham. St- yeah, yeah, he was a uh, he was a professional diver. Yeah, I think he he won a medal at the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, in nineteen ninety. Yeah, think. yeah, never uh, knew that. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that, mm. that, that, that they're quite multi talented. These oh yeah, these people. Yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. So there's a lot of movies that are out there that we can mention. Oh yeah, I've got a whole list. Yeah, I could well, go on all day. Uh, and then uh, at the end, I was thinking I'll, I'll do a top five, my top five movies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like I guess they fall under different genres. You know, like um, you've got your sporting comedies, your sporting dramas, your yeah. sporting documentaries. You've got. Oh, you know your miniseries and yeah. yeah. So the first movie I can think of it's a, it's a cricket movie, yeah. And it's called Wondrous Oblivion. Yeah, it was set, uh, yeah made in two thousand three, and it's set in a, set in South London in nineteen sixty. So you know you've got this time where there's a lot of racism going on and yeah, yeah. And uh, basically the storyline is around a friendship between a young Jewish boy. Um, you know, he's the son of Jewish immigrants, and and he has these next door neighbours move in that are, you know, from the West Indies, and this West Indian family they're just massive cricket fans. Yeah. And this Jewish boy, he's, he plays cricket on the weekend, and he's bloody useless. You know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, this West Indian family, you know, they're copying a lot of racism, um, a lot of dirty looks. You know, how dare this family move into our neighbourhood and. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he builds a cricket net yeah. in his in his oh, yeah. backyard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's sort of like one of the yeah. They've got if you have a look at a lot of the the townhouses there. Yeah, they've got you know sort of narrow buildings. Yeah, they live in it, but they've got like a no. But yeah, their court their courtyard is sort of shaped like a cricket net. <laughs> so he's yeah. got all a net around the outside, and the kids helping him. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, yeah. You know, this friendship develops and, yeah, yeah. there's always something I wanted to do too is build a cricket net in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great movie. And then you've got like a, um, oh, like a comedy, like Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah with Adam Sandler. Yeah. So, yeah, he's this foul hockey player and he turns into this very unconventional golf whiz who's... You know, gets onto the PGA tour, and there's this you know hot shot player, 
He just bullies him and shoot, shoot him, Gavin. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the the um the big guy that played Jaws in the box. That's right. Yeah, he's in it too, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But he goes on this tour to save his grandmother's house. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, no, I think I've got that movie here at home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've got I've got it amongst my collection. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he wanted to be a professional yeah. hockey player. That's right. I was a hockey player, but yeah. every time he went for trials mm. for the team, he always, yeah. Well, another ice hockey movie is the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, um, yeah, like he had, you know, when he was young, he missed a, a shot that would have won his team the... Competition and yeah, and he lived with it for years, you know. And he, yeah, just brought back bad memories for him. But he, he got into coaching this young team of misfits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so another another movie is uh, Wimbledon. Have you seen that one? Nah. Yeah, it stars uh, Kirsten Dunst and Paul Bettany and Sam Neill. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's basically it's this guy called Peter Colt, and he's this unlucky guy, you know, he's struggling tennis player on the tour and yeah and his life's a bit of a mess you know professionally and personally and yeah and he you know just deals with that like how he um goes about resurrecting his career and mm-hmm. yeah another movie was one of my favorite ones or <laughs> like <laughs> when I lived in Sydney yeah this mate this mate of mine it was like his favorite movie it's called Bring It On. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got Kirsten Dunst in it again. Yeah. But it's all about cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. You know, the cheerleading battles in America. and yeah, the, yeah, It's a real comedy, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few movies made around cheerleaders. Mm, it's got Eliza Dushku in it. Mm. Oh, yeah. We used to <laughs> watch that movie and salivate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then we go on to the one, the Rocky movies. Yeah, yeah so you got Rocky Three, nineteen eighty two. So yeah, still Sylvester Stallone. So uh, this was the one where he was up against Mister T. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, was that the movie with Apollo Creed when Apollo Creed died? Or I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think Mr. T fought Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed was, you know, Sylvester Stallone's um, main rival in uh, Rocky 1 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. But then I think Apollo went on to coach him, yeah. in, I think, in Rocky, in the third Rocky. But then, yeah, he dies and Rocky goes on to become a hero. Yeah. Yeah, and then you go to Rocky 4 and... This is where you get like the Cold War stuff going on, you know. This, this was in the middle, mid eighties and nineteen eighty five. The tensions between USA and USSR are, aren't yep. good, and yeah. Um, yeah. So you've got this new challenger who steps up, and he's his name's uh, Drago, <laughs> and he's like six foot four, yeah. two hundred and sixty one pounds, yeah. and he's heavily backed by the Soviet Union, and he's just a giant, you know. Yeah. And there's that famous scene of him saying, you know, I must break you. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I remember watching that movie. I went to a friend's place some summers. He lived on the northern beaches in Sydney. Uh, this was before I moved there, you know. And we're in this cinema in Warringah uh, Ball watching it. And, <laughs> yeah, um, I think it was his trainer who died. Yeah. No, actually, I think the trainer died in Rocky Three. Then Rocky Four, Apollo Creed died. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what happened. So in Rocky Four, they have the funeral for, you know, Apollo Creed. And then <laughs> cinemas, <laughs> someone in the in the in the um, yeah. audience, you know, where I was watching yeah. the movie, lets off this yeah. massive fart. No. <laughs> <laughs> All of this funeral. There, there was actually, I, I just remember back to the, the, the guy that played Jaws in the, yeah. in the Bond movies that, were, that was also in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. We're actually at the Port Macquarie Picture Theatre. Um. I saw him in a movie the other night, that yeah. Jaws bloke. Yeah, but yeah. we're watching it. The actual George movie, the, the Bond movie at the picture theatre. Yeah. When he was in the train. That's right. Yeah. And he got electrocuted. Mm. And when the movie finished, there was this guy behind this girl yeah. that had all these braces and all the metal and teeth yeah. and was tall. And when the lights came back on, she stood up and looked behind her. <laughs> and a massive big, she did a massive big scream. <laughs> and the guy's just standing there going. <laughs> <laughs> Must be his wife. <laughs> no, no it's just a random girl in front of, that sat yeah. in front of him. Yeah, I know he passed away, that guy. Yeah. And years, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I'm just trying to think what movie it was. I saw him the other night. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently he was a real gentle giant, that guy. Was he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, another one's – so a lot of these sports movies, you know, especially the American ones, a lot of them are based on uh, basketball and baseball. Yeah. So, yeah, Coach, Coach Carter is a real yeah. basketball one. So it's got um, Samuel L. Jackson in it. Yeah. So it's the true life story of a, a coach who tries to teach his players that there's more to life than basketball. Because yeah. <laughs> that's sort of the system they go through over there. They get into the college systems, but they've got yeah. to yeah. You know, pass all their st- grades. And, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but then you go to Ali. Yeah, so that was in 2001. I remember watching this movie when I was living in Parramatta. Yeah. And the movie theatre, yeah, had like half the Parramatta team in there watching it the same uh, time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, just, I was just watching it during the day, and yeah, like it was all right. You know, it was you just it, yeah, you you can't really find anyone who can play. You know, Muhammad Ali. You can only really play himself. I find. Yeah, yeah. There's only one Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah, and I know Will Smith. You know, he did a great job and. Yeah, but it just goes into like his whole life story about yeah. you know when he was the start of his career and because he he fought at the Rome Olympics first of all yeah and uh, yeah he won a gold medal there and yeah. then he goes on professional and beats Sonny Liston to win his first world yeah. title and yeah so but it goes on you know when he rejected the draft for Vietnam War. Yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, and then when it, the you know the, the episodes of fighting Joe Fraser and George Foreman and the battles he had there. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I really liked with that movie was, uh, yeah, there was a famous uh, sports commentator back then. Yeah, yeah. His name was Howard Cosell. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of banter between them, Harley yeah. and Cosell, yeah. and. Oh, they were just great together. They, you know, became really close friends and, yeah. Um, yeah, but the way they did the banter between those two in that movie was really good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, well, well apparently because um, Sylvester Stallone came up with the Rocky yeah. and wrote it and when he took it to the studios, they wanted to buy, him up, buy the movie off him but... Yeah. And have someone else play Rocky. Yeah. And he said, no, I want to play it. Mm. So he, he went to quite a few different studios before he came up to the studio that would actually buy the script from him. Right. And let him act in it. Yeah, okay. What yeah. a best picture, Rocky. Yeah. First one did. Yeah. There's been some movies that have won the best picture. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's one of the answers for our quiz. <laughs> Yeah, and another one of the answers was this movie, The yeah, one of the questions, uh, Fire in Babylon. So this is a, a documentary in 2011. It's yeah. based on the famous West Indian cricket team. Yeah. So it's how the West Indies, um, yeah, you know, went from this average side to, yeah, just dominating world cricket and... Yeah, they were sort of, I guess, sort of looked down upon. Yeah, you know, like by the, especially by the English. Uh, um, yeah, because you know they were the, their colonial masters, and then you had Tony Gregg um, with that famous quote. You know, I, I intend to make them grovel, <laughs> and that backfired on him big time. Cause, yeah, you know, he said that. Oh, it would have been, I think, nineteen seventy six. Just uh, before, um, would have been just after they got flogged by Australia. Australia flogged them with Lily and Tomo. Yeah. And after that tour, yeah. you know, um, yeah, Clive Lloyd, he was the captain, he just said, no, that's it. it was, he just drew a line in the sand and he said, we're going to just develop fast bowlers. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're now going to intimidate. Because they'd been intimidated and outgunned so much by Australia in that 75, 76 tour. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then, you know, start, yeah, just before the 76 tour of the West Indies to England, you know, Tony Gregor was their captain at the time, yeah. and he's a South African, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's saying before the series, you know, these guys are great players, but, yeah, but when they're down, they're down. And I intend to make them grovel. <laughs> and oh boy, did that fire them up. They were bowling a few yards of pace quicker after that. Yeah. And they just, yeah. They, oh, there was one scene in that movie. Like Brian Close, he was his old opening batsman for England. And, and they're just, oh, like he's copping all these balls to the body. And <laughs> there's a photo of him just covered in bruises from head to toe. Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't have helmets. This was just before helmets came in. Yeah. Like, no players wore helmets until World Series cricket started, really. Yeah. Yeah. They knew how to duck or get But amazingly, not many players got hit in the head. Yeah. Because, 
what happened? Like, because they didn't have helmets. They had no other option. They had to keep their eye on the ball. Yeah. But the introduction of helmets sort of made them take their eye off the ball a bit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and this is what Jeffrey Broycott, I remember, said once. Yeah, so, uh, no, that was, a, what, that was a great documentary, that one. Yeah, great, mate. Yeah. So then you've got The Blind Side in 2009. So this is a gridiron movie. There's a lot of American gridiron movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, there's, there's also one comedy one that I know that's mm. called The Water Boy. Oh, The Water Boy. I forgot that one. Yeah, uh, Adam yeah. Sandler. Uh, no, David Spade. Yeah. Henry was. Winkler was in it too. Yeah, he was, mm. a, he was a coach. That's all right. Yeah. But this one had Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw in it. Yeah. And, yeah, is this, you know, down and out boy, like he's from a, you know, the bad side of town and he's just this real gentle giant, though, yeah. you know. And his mum's a drug addict and, yeah. um, you know, he barely says boo to anyone. And he's taken in by this well-off family and yeah. his loving Christian family and he's he's just offered this second chance at life and and he goes on to become this famous gridiron player and he's, he's it's based on a true story. His name was Michael Orr yeah. and, yeah, he became like an offensive lineman and he was drafted by the Baltimore Ravens in the NFL. Mm. So, yeah, very inspirational story. Um. But there, yeah, you've got Rocky too, as I was saying, um, with his bout with Apollo Creed. So in Rocky 1, yeah, Apollo Creed beat him. Yeah, but in Rocky 2, you know, uh, I won't give it away too much. I guess most, most listeners will know what happens. But yeah, yeah, at the very end. But yeah, it was a very close finish. Um, but yeah, we've got Dodgeball. I've actually got the copy of Dodgeball here. Oh, yeah, two thousand four. Dodgeball: The Underdog Story. Yeah. Grab life by the balls. Vince Vaughn <laughs> and Ben Stiller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this that, is a great sporting. Yeah, movie. That, that Ben Stiller was a lot about ego. Oh yeah. And what happens when the ego gets deflated? That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had like the. Underachiever, because they both owned gyms, didn't they? Yeah. So you had Vince Vaughan, who played, you know, he was Peter Lafleur, who owned this down and out gym that yeah, was Joe, Joe's gym. Yeah. Yeah, you know, very basic and friendly oh, yeah. and casual, but yeah, the, the one that Ben Steeler had was all oh yeah, fancy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, full of himself. Yeah, yeah, the blow up muscles and the yeah, yeah, so. Uh, that was a great movie. Christine Taylor, Rip Torn. Yeah, he, yeah, he's been in some good movies over the years. He passed away recently, actually. Yeah. yeah. So have you, ever good play, age. have you ever played dodgeball? Oh, lots of times. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I was a sports teacher, the kids loved playing it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, awesome we, game. We, 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 we played it, but not, not at school. Yeah. Because, you know, growing up on a property, we played it there. Yeah, and I and I had a like I was hopeless at catching, but I had a thr- great thrower. Great throw, yeah. And when I hit someone, they went down in a <laughs> puddle of screaming. Done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the guy who played the pirate in that movie. He was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Green spanners. Oh, that's right. Tawny throws a spanner at, um, yeah. Well, yeah his well, name? Tra- Jason Long? Yeah. yeah well, Hits yeah, him well, in the noggin. Well, that's how they did the training to make him. That's right. Toughen him up. Able to dodge. Yeah. Either dodge or get hit by his spanner. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is one of my favourite movies. Remember the Titans in 2000. This is another gridiron movie. And it's based on actual events that took place in 1971. Yeah. So you've got this white southern school. Yeah. And what happens is that it's integrated with all these these um, African-American students. Yeah. And there's a lot of racial tension in the town. And yeah. Denzel Washington, he becomes the team coach. And, yeah. like, if he loses one game, he gets sacked, you know. Yeah. No if, buts, or maybe he's gone. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he just manages to um, – Bring this team together and get rid of all the, you know, the racial tension and, yeah, and that's uh, awesome movie, yeah. great movie, yeah, and uh, yeah, so you've got Cool Runnings, Cool Runnings, nineteen ninety three, yeah. So this is uh, based on a true story again. This is look, uh, the, it's based on the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah. So I think it was like the 1988 Winter Olympics. Yeah. I've never been a Winter Olympics fan, but yeah, this was a really good movie. Yeah. And, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't mind the, watching the, um, the, the, what's it called, where they get down and slide in the tunnel of the... Oh, the luge. Oh, I thought, yeah. yeah the, those guys... Yeah, that'd be fun. Those guys have got some pretty, yeah. It's like going on those big water slides at, yeah. at um, White Water World. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you know, like, like you're down in this combined space and yeah. you're doing this tremendous speed mm. and just one slight, one slight scrap on the, yeah. on the track or if someone threw something over mm. and just knocked it out, that speed, you were gone. Oh, yeah, you all sorts of bother. Yeah. This is a thing, like, um, yeah, like they'd, they'd failed as, you know, they didn't qualify as sprinters, I think, for yeah. the the Summer Olympics. Yeah. So yeah, they thought, oh, yeah, let's take yeah. up bobsleighing. Bob Even though they've got no <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, they're practising like in a go-kart. And, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess it started off a tradition. Like you've had a lot of um, sprinters over the years. Do that sport because it, it's they both require that explosive start. Yeah, yeah. So pick up the speed in a short amount of time. Mm. Yeah, and it was John Candy's last movie. Yeah, I think he passed away like just before the movie ended. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's a real, real funny movie. Great movie. And we you get to um, Invictus now, two thousand and nine. So this is a, a rugby union movie, and the film tells the inspiring true story of how Nelson Mandela joined forces with uh, the uh, South African captain of their rugby side. Yeah, yeah Nelson, oh, what was his name? Pin, Pinwa, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yes. it's got Morgan Freeman and Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah, so the 1995 Rugby World Cup was in South Africa. So, yeah, so South Africa went on, won that tournament against New Zealand. They weren't expected to win it because 
the All Blacks, you know, they Jonah Lomi just, yeah, just you know, scoring tries at will. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were just expected to win by how much. And yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's a very inspiring movie and, yeah, on, on a great man. You know, it's funny when you listen to all the, a lot of the um, sports people and even just famous movie stars and whenever they ask, like, you know, who's the one person who's inspired you the most or who's the greatest person you've ever met? Yeah. And most of the time I've heard them all say Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think it was mainly because he just lived without hate. Yeah. You, know, you think of all those years he was trapped on that, that island. Yeah. Off Cape Town and yeah. in jail there and, yeah. yeah, would have been treated really badly. And, yeah. and then when he, you know, came back into society and became president, yeah. you know, you put all that prejudice and hatred aside and yeah, united the whole country. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically what Invictus is about is, you know, it was the early days of the South Africa, um, you know, when their team sports were allowed to come back oh, yeah. from the apartheid ban. Yeah. And, yeah, just really brought the country together. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got um, a boxing movie now. So this is called The Boxer, another, another boxing movie. And I saw it years ago, but it's got Daniel Day-Lewis and Emily Watson. And it's yeah, a drama about an Irish professional boxer, and he'd been in jail for like 14 years. And, yeah. And he comes out, he was, he was in jail because he was you know, a member of the IRA. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and it just deals with all the struggles that he has adjusting to life outside jail and... And then I saw this movie, might have been last year, but it was made in 2005, and it stars the great uh, Anthony Hopkins, and it's oh, called yeah. The World's Fastest Indian. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, I love that yeah. movie, yeah. Another true story. Yes. Yeah, and it's of a man from New Zealand yeah. who never gave up on his dreams of doing something really big. Yeah. Yeah. And his bot is Indian... Mm. Didn't have any of the, of the safety requirements. That's right. And all that. Munro, his name was. Yeah. But, um, it, you know, like he, in that movie, he gave the local bikey gang a, mm. a, a race down the um, the beach saying he could take them on. Yeah. But he lost. But as he was leaving to travel overseas, the, the, the bikey gang gave him a... Well, they stopped and gave him money to go towards going over. That's right. But yeah. they also gave him, um, yeah, followed him out. Yeah. He said that they surrounded his car so he could travel safely. To the mm, that's right. He goes over to America, doesn't he? And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, uh, yeah, he's got like a classic 1920 Indian motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no. just... just Deals with all the dramas that he has along the way, and yeah. and you know, in, in order to qualify, and yeah, yeah, but, yeah, well, yeah. So, world, world, um, fastest land speed record, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, no, if you haven't seen it, it's def- for anyone out there, it's yeah. definitely worth seeing. And yeah, you know, he's, de- he's in his motel rooms, 
peeling off the tread to make his toes right. yeah. into the slicks. Yeah. <laughs> and they're full of cracks, so he, he, he puts boot polish on them. So they look mm. pure. Oh, he's, he's very clever. Yeah. <laughs> what he does. But, yeah, but he said he had the attitude that if something did go wrong yeah. at his age, well... Yeah, stuff it. Yeah, yeah. just do it. If I, mm. if I succeed, well, that's great. If mm. I don't, well, I've lived a good life. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But he used to cast his own piston heads and and mm. do all that. It, it reminded me of the of Stan Baylor's, the, the Australian Motorcycle Car Championship. Yeah. Because I knew him. That's right. And seeing all these... His bikes and and his acres of motorbike parts that he knew where everything was. Yeah, it might be a pole. Oh, was, yeah, I remember you saying. It yeah, might have been a pole that was twenty meters high. Yeah, but if someone came in looking for a part, oh yeah, I saw that. Knew, yeah. Saw it thirty years ago. It's opening that pile to go up and grab it straight out. Incredible memory, eh? Yeah, yeah. but no, he, he was a real character. Mm. Yeah. Actually, it'd be interesting to have a. A movie done about him. Oh yeah, because he was sort of a you know, a character of that sport that he. Mm. I've told in previous episodes that he had the yeah had the false rev counter. Yeah, when they took it up to four thousand RPM to yeah. test the DB, yeah. and then when he go back, he put his normal rev counter on, and you'd hear him in the back of Amber Park screaming mm. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, we've got another boxing movie now. Cinderella Man, Russell yeah. Crowe, yeah. Renee Zellweger. Have you seen that one? No. Yeah. So it's based on a true story again, and it's of a um, oh, boxer called his. Well, this this was his nickname, the Cinderella Man. But he's he was a world heavyweight boxing champ. So his name was James J. Braddock, and yeah, and this is you know. During the time of the depression and yeah. just all the struggles that he had to deal with, and yeah. trying to raise a family, and yeah, yeah and work, and uh, yeah, and just achieving his dream, you know, despite all the all the odds of life against him. And then you've got Jerry Maguire, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, um, Tom Cruise. Yeah, Renee Zellweger again, and who? Oh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is about a sports man, a sport, a sports agent. Yeah, yeah. And he sort of, you know, gets let go by his sports management company, and yeah. and uh, and he's only left like with one athlete. Yeah, you know, he's this sort of unheard, like you know. I don't understand gridiron very well, but it was one of the, you know, the winger, like the winger. Yeah. <laughs> like the one he runs and catches the ball and, yeah, yeah the fast guy. And, uh, yeah, Rene Zellweger plays this this co-worker. He goes with him and then this romance blossoms between them. And, yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's a great movie with great lines, you know. Yeah. Show me the money. <laughs> and he's shouting down the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to his to Cuban Gooding Jr. to try and get him the sign. Yeah. And 
Yeah, the you, know, you complete me thing with Renee Zellweger and uh, yeah. So no, that was that was a yeah great movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then you've got Bendit like Beckham, two thousand three. Yeah. Going moving to one of the soccer movies now. So that's based on a uh, Indian family in London, and they try and raise their soccer playing daughter. You know, in the strict traditional Indian way, uh, and, you know, she just wants to go and play soccer. And uh, then you've got, um, yeah, Kira Knightley, uh, you know, who plays on the same team as her, and this friendship forms. And uh, but then you've got the jealousy of they both like the same guy. And uh, yeah, Paninda Nagra, I remember seeing her on ER. Uh, yeah, she's an Indian or oh, British Indian actress. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you've got Mike Tyson, Tyson, two thousand nine. Yeah, so that's on Mike Tyson and just his career, and well, also looks at like his childhood, uh, yeah, and how the death of his uh, trainer early on in his career when he became heavyweight champ really affected him, and, uh, and his life just got out of control. He went into the jail for a few years, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, he seems to be living a good life now. You look at him now and I think there's been a recent movie out on Netflix about yeah. um about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he seems to have really turned his life around. Yeah. You know? He's uh well he's not an angel, but no. he lives seems to live it like a clean life and yeah. um you know, learnt from his mistakes and one thing that I hear on Netflix is uh this documentary on Michael jo- uh, Jordan. Yeah. It's called The Last Dance. Everyone just raves about it. Yeah. All the sporting stars rave about it. And I've had, you know, there's a guy from men's group, he was talking about it, uh, raving about it. And, uh, yeah, apparently it's really good. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm not a basketball fan, but apparently, yeah, it's well worth saying. And now we've got, got another winter sport now. Eddie uh, the Eagle. 2016. <laughs> yeah, so this is based on a true event. I remember this uh, when I was at school. And he was this, um, it's based on a guy called Michael Edwards. Mm. And he's nicknamed Eddie. And, yeah, he becomes, um, he's a British skier, but he's bloody hopeless. You know, you know that jump, you know the, the uh, oh, that when they slide down and that really steep slope and they jump into the air? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's that called again? The, um, oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> it escapes me now. But yeah, it's yeah. It looks, you know, you wouldn't catch me doing it with no, my fear of heights. Not, but, not on purpose anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, somehow he qualifies and he's um, becomes the first competitor to represent Great Britain in Olympic ah ski jumping. That's what yeah, it is yeah, yeah. since nineteen twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's another true story one. And then another one is Chariots of Fire. We're going right back to 1981. Mm. This is another one based on a true story. So this is on athletics. So, um, yeah, won Oscar. Won a lot of Oscars, this movie. And, yeah, it's based on uh, two runners from Great Britain. Yeah. Yeah, in the 1924 Olympics in Paris. Yeah. And you've got a guy called Eric Liddell, and he's this, yeah. you know, this Scottish Christian. 
Guy who, who um, and then you've got Harold Abrahams, who's this English Jew, you know, who basically runs to overcome all the prejudice that he uh, suffers, you know, because there was a lot of that going on back then, you know, especially towards uh, uh, the Jews. And yeah, so uh, no, it was a long, long time ago I saw that movie. Yeah. The main thing I remember about that movie is the, the um, running, they're running. Having a race around the corridors in this yeah. university, and uh, yeah, and the and the theme. Do 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 do. do. <laughs> Remember didn't, that? Didn't they also do it on the beach? Yeah, that's right. They did too. Yeah, we used to we used to muck around and do that when I was younger down the beach. Yeah, we'd be running and <laughs> running around. Sorry, it's a fire theme. Yeah, and then it come into the head, and we'd start. Doing slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you've got um, going the baseball now. Field of Dreams, 1989. Yeah. yeah so uh, this movie, like it's got Kevin Costner in it, Ray Liotta, James Earl Jones. And whenever I think of this movie, <laughs> I, I think of cricket. And I think of my dreams of one day building a beautiful cricket ground in my backyard. <laughs> this is what happened in this movie. Field of Dreams, Kevin Costner, he builds a baseball uh, field in his backyard. Yeah, yeah. It was like just this cornfield or yeah. something. And, yeah, and someone told him this message, you know, if you build it, he will come or they will come. Yeah. And... Yeah, whenever I'm driving out in the country and I look at some of these farmyards and, <laughs> oh, jeez, that'd be a good place to build a yeah. field in there, put my pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was also another a movie with um, Steve Martin called My Blue Heaven. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. And, 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 well, he, he, was, uh, he came out of jail and he was moved to this town. Yeah, and the town apparently had a lot of other criminals who had been to jail, and um, yeah, they started to run scams and that. But but yeah, the, the FBI got to them, and mm. and they they ended up building this big, um, foot, I mean, baseball field for the local kids. Yeah, yeah but but yeah, because they, they had they were collecting all this. Like the big ten gallon water jugs filling them with money and and that yeah. and you know and and the cops thought they were yeah making all this story up yeah but then they went and built this big big um yes uh, baseball oval oh okay yeah. and they built it that. They built it in a very short period of time yeah. because they were actually going to put him back into jail, mm. and they had arranged it, and then hey. all yeah because everyone had con, everyone had contacts with builders and hey. and turf people and all that, and they, and they built it like it appeared overnight. Really, within a short period of time. Yeah. Anyway, it's so. one sport I would have always loved to have played: is baseball. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, a lot of guys I played cricket with, yeah, some of the guys, yeah, they, they'd play baseball in the winter. Yeah, yeah. Because baseball's a winter sport here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and cricket in the summer. And they found it really helped with their 
hand-eye coordination. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when I, when I think of Field of Dreams too, I think of this game I played in England and there was this guy, really wealthy guy. He owned like a bloody – oh, his house was like a bloody oh, castle, you know. But in his backyard, it was just this beautiful cricket field. And, yeah, yeah he had his own cricket nets and pavilion and, and then you had the beautiful scenery on the side, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with looking, you know, these – oh, like they'd carved into these mountains. Yeah. Yeah, like all this, yeah, artwork into the, oh, into the grass. It was, yeah, astonishing. So, but yeah, I'll go to a boring movie now. <laughs> Probably yeah. the most boring movie I've ever watched. Yeah. Oh, you know when you give movies f- star ratings out of five, yeah. I'll give this one like a turkey. Yeah. The Color of Money, nineteen eighty six. Yeah. Oh, starring Paul Newman and Tom Cruise, oh, yeah. and it's on uh, snooker. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Paul, like, yeah, and. Yeah, that's oh, the less I say about it, the better. <laughs> I think I fell. I reckon I fell asleep in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's you know about pool hustling and that uh, sort of stuff. Yeah, but then you go to uh, Senna in 2011. This is based on the great Eden Senna, the Brazilian Formula One champ. Yeah, who sadly died in a crash in 1994. I'll never forget that day, waking up that morning and yeah. turning on the radio and the news comes on and, oh, Ayrton Senna was yeah. killed, you know, in a crash last night and he was like the number one. He was the biggest name in the sport at that time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just, yeah, spans his uh, career, you know, it's a drive from 1984 to his death a year late, a decade later. Mm. Really good documentary. You know. Didn't think I'd. I put. I watched. It, you know. I watched it and I thought. Oh, you know, because I'm not a motor racing fan. And but no, I've just found I was hooked to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but then yeah, we stick with motor racing. Yeah, Rush 2013, Chris Hemsworth, and uh, oh yeah, this was based on a true story. It's. On um, oh, you've got James Hunt and Nicky Lauder. Nicky Lauder. Pilot? You remember him? <laughs> 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 yeah, and just their rivalry between the two Formula One drivers, and you know, one's a Pommy and Lauder's an Austrian. Yeah. I think he he had his own airline there at one stage, didn't he? Nicky Lauder, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's based on the 1976 season and, yeah. you know, they're like just arch rivals. They can't stand each other. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and that year, like, that was when Nicky Lauder had that shocking crash and, you know, was pretty much pronounced dead. You know, he suffered terrible burns. and yeah. But how tough. Like, is this bloke, he comes, he survives, and then he comes back later that season and yeah. continues driving. Yeah. Yeah. But then one thing the accident does, it builds this respect between them both. And yeah. Yeah, no, that was, a, that was a really good movie. And we go to another boxing movie now. You might have seen this one, Million Dollar Baby, 2004. Yeah. Mmm. Yep. Yeah, it's an Academy Award winner. Uh, Clint Eastwood, the great Clint Eastwood. 
and Hilary Swank, Morgan Freeman. Mm. So, yeah, Eastwood plays the trainer and, um, you know, he runs this seedy gym in Los Angeles and reads some poetry as well and, yeah. you know, to occupy himself. And but then you got Hilary Swank who, who plays um, Maggie, I think her name is. And, you know, she's this southern girl who's working as a waitress and mm. sees boxing as a way to escape waitressing. Waitre- yeah, working as a waitress. and yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, just a real close relationship forms. And, uh, yeah, it's a great movie. Mm. And then talking about great movies, oh, When We Were Kings, 1996. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so this is based on the famous um, Rumble in the Jungle fight between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. Uh, George Foreman back then, he was big bad George, uh, you know, where now he's lovable George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, Zaire was, you know, this country in the middle of Africa and their president, he was this nasty dictator uh, and he wanted, you know, this is what they did with a lot of African countries, these dictators. You know, they kept all the wealth to themselves and yeah. where so many, you know, heaps of people died, yeah. lived in starvation in these African countries. And yeah. But he wanted this famous fight in Zaire. Yeah. So it's dealing, you know, with the build-up leading up to that fight and they fly over there and I remember Howard Cosell, like, no one gave Ali a chance, yeah. you know, there's this really funny bit in this movie and Howard Cosell is saying to Muhammad Ali, you know, he's got no hope, he's not the man he was ten years ago. And then Ali's sledging him and saying, Howard Cosell, you know, I was talking to your wife the other day and she said, you ain't the same man you were two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and he used, Ali used to really knock him about his hair, saying, you know, that it was a wig. And he'd say to him, um, and how Cosell, that thing sitting on your head, is a phony and it comes from the tail of a pony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, he uh, went on and won and, uh, yeah, just had against all the odds and yeah. and just how he managed to oh, just get all the people from Zaire onto his side. And, uh, yeah, and he used to go, Ali, Bumbaye. That was uh, Ali kill him. Uh, and that's what they're all chanting, you know. They they had this fight at about one thirty in the morning over there, you know, uh, to suit American TV times. Uh, and, um, yeah. And I thought there was – they were talking about with this dictator. Yeah, he took like a couple of hundred of the world's, you know, of the country's worst criminals who were in jail – Took him into the stadium there before the fight and had them all executed because <laughs> he he just didn't want to give Zaire a bad name. Yeah, uh, uh, he didn't want anything bad happening. Uh, um, but no, yeah, oh, it was awesome. And, and the worst thing was, oh bloody, I um I had the DVD of it, mm. you know, and I I gave it to someone uh. once. And I never saw it again. They never returned it. I've never seen that person again. Uh. And another thing with that movie, I was watching it 
one night on Channel 2 in 2001. You know what what happened when I was watching that movie halfway through it? The terrorist attacks happened. Yeah. September 11, they stopped there. When we were kings halfway through it. To go to to what was happening over in New York just after the second plane hit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. It's absolute classic. Then you've got Rocky, the first Rocky movie. So, you know, you've got this amateur boxer from Philadelphia's tough area and he gets this surprise shot at fighting for the heavyweight championship and – you know, you've got the scene of him running and running up the library stairs there and flying higher. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moneyball, 2011. So this is, yeah, Brad Pitt and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he, um, wonderful actor, but he wasted his life with drugs and yeah. passed away early age. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is another one based on a true story. And... Yeah, it's about this um, uh, guy called Billy Bean. You know, it's Brad Pitt's plays him and he's a general manager of the Oakland A's. You know, there's well-known baseball team over there and he's a, he's a guy, you know, he's got to go and sort of assemble a team every yeah. year and, you know, the A's have been going like a busted. And he ends up getting to know this guy like he's from uh, Yale you know, it's one of the universities over there and he's a graduate young guy who just talks to him about, you know, this new thing that he's got in his head about, um, yeah, like using some sort of maths formula to put together all these players, you know, and they get together and, you know, they're they're a franchise with a limited budget to spend on players but they build this team of you know, undervalued talent and, yeah, uh, and it's just a way. It's just, it's a movie based on, you know, for those who just want to take on the system, yeah. you know, who who are just fed up with their football team, you know, just not doing the th- not doing things right. Yeah. And you've heard a lot of Broncos players come out and ex-former Broncos players and criticise the, the Broncos this year. And I know I used to do it with Parramatta for years and years. You know, why are they keeping that Fitzgerald, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you've got Bull Durham, which is a baseball movie in 1988. Yeah, it's got Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon. So that's looking more at, you know, minor league baseball and there's all these different themes about it. That uh. Yeah. Not much of a movie. Quite boring, actually. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I only I think I only watched it at the time because it wasn't long after um, Kevin Costner. You know, he's my favourite actor, yeah. you know, and he he'd just done the Untouchables not long before that. And, uh, yeah, but then you go to the wrestler with Mickey Rourke. Uh, yeah, Mickey. all these plastic surgeries had uh, years later. So yeah, this is you know on a guy called Randy the Ram Robinson. And, you know, he's this professional wrestler and, yeah, and, you know, it's like about 20 years later and, oh, like he's struggling big time in life and, yeah, trying to form a relationship with his daughter who he 
hasn't had anything to do with for years. And yeah, yeah, and, uh, and you know he needs to retire because his body is just a mess. Yeah, um, yeah, and it just deals with all the struggles he has yeah. outside the ring, and and then you have Unbroken in 2014. Angelina Jolly directed this movie, and yeah, this is another one based on a true story of a guy called Louis Samberini. And he's this Olympic runner. He won gold at the Berlin Olympics in 1936. Yeah. Um, but he goes on and fights in the Second World War. And yeah, and he's a pilot. And in the plane he's in, you know, they get shot down. And yeah, and they're lost out at sea, you know, fighting, having to deal with sharks. And uh. yeah. Something like forty-seven days out at sea on this raft, and <gasps> and then yeah, they get captured by the Japanese, and he just gets tortured, the buggery, yeah. gets put in a prisoner of war camp, and and there's this oh, this violent mongrel of a commander, he just puts him through hell. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's just dealing, you know. Yeah, he really, um, yeah. Gosh, this guy. Yeah, real um, real survivor, this bloke. He uh, lived to nearly 100. Yeah. yeah, he died in recent years, actually. Uh-huh. Mm. But then, yeah, we go to the cool and get a gold in 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's based. <laughs> yep. So I remember seeing this with a mate. We got the train down to uh, Penrith. Yeah. That's where I lived in the Blue Mountains. They didn't have a cinema. They yeah. did. They did... Um. For a lot of years there, but it burnt down yeah. a few years beforehand. And, you know, they just couldn't be bothered rebuilding one. Yeah. So, yeah, if you wanted to go watch the movies, you had to travel all the way down to, um, there was one at Glenbrook, which was probably 40-minute drive away. Yeah. Or Penrith, you know, that's where the main movies were. Yeah, yeah and we watched that movie and, oh, jeez, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's based on, you know, the cool and gather gold, that's, uh, yeah, it's, well, you and I know, but some listeners won't know. It's a famous uh, Ironman race. Yeah. Yeah, where they run, swim, paddle, you know, for thousands of bloody kilometres just about. <laughs> it, it, it seems <laughs> like it. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got these two brothers yeah. and they, you know, they they live with their parents on this sugarcane farm and, you know, one of the brothers, he's this... Um, Oh, he's like an angel in his brother's eye, you know. Yeah. His dad just adores him and yeah. detests the younger brother, you know, because the younger brother's this karate-loving pop rock band manager, you know. He'll never amount to anything. And where his brother Adam, you know, he's played by Colin Friels, you know, he's the he's the star. He's the one who's out to try and beat Grant Kenny. Um, yeah, and when, you know. Thousands of thousands of dollars and prize money and and uh, yeah, no, I, I love the movie and the finish of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess there'll be some listeners going, "Oh God, what's he going on about?" That was a bloody dud of a movie. But yeah. no, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how's that, Kerry Packer War? Kerry Packer's Ward in yeah. 2012. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that was a mini series. Uh, and yeah, it's 
based on the great Garrett Kerry Packer and how in 1976, I guess it all started around there in the movie where he declared war on, um, yeah, the Australian Cricket Board and mm. establishment and he formed his own rebel competition with the world's best players. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, that was that was great. But yeah, you had yeah. to you had to laugh at a lot of the actors there, you know, playing Greg Chappell with the moustache. Yeah. And, uh, and Tomo and Hooksy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Ian Chappell and, yeah. and we've got a horse racing movie now. I've heard, I've heard Seabiscuit is a great movie. I've never seen it though. But, yeah, I, I've seen Farlap, which was a 1983 movie based on the great Australian racehorse that became a champion. Uh-huh. And, yeah, with the... Local stable boy and yeah, it stars Tom Burlinson. Remember, he was in the Man from Snowy River. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Judy sure Morris. We've got a rugby league movie now, The Final Winter, in two thousand and seven, and it stars Matt Nabel. Now, he's an actor here, but he was a rugby league player. Yeah, he played for Manly, but yeah, he's become quite a well-known Australian actor, uh. and he plays a part of Grub Henderson. Is this, you know, the movie's based on the Newtown Jets who, yeah. you know, they um, got kicked out of the New South Wales competition in 1983. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just due to all the financial pressures and, yeah, but this just deals with his life. You know, when he's playing for the team, all the struggles a team has and the struggles he has outside the team and uh. with his personal life and... Uh. And how he's got to rediscover what the game means to him. And and then you've got the Fibros and the Silvertails, 2008. Yeah. yeah, rugby league again. And this is, oh, this was great. It's a struggle between the working class Western Suburbs Magpies against the elite of uh, Manly. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, West Western Suburbs are... Uh, you know, knowing as the Fibros because they live in their Fibro houses out west in yeah. Western Sydney, and yeah. and then you got Silvertails at Manly with the flash houses yeah. and beautiful beaches, and yeah, and just the feud between the two teams and yeah. how they just hated each other's guts, and yeah, I, I guess I don't think they hated each other so much off the field, but yeah, just when it came on the field, or oh, yeah. it was just on for young and old, and yeah. Yeah, so it's dealing, you know, with that class war and corruption. And and then we've got a surfing movie, Bra uh, Boys. Bra Boys. Yeah, 2007. So it's about the surf gang on Sydney's um, Maroubra Beach, you know, in the eastern suburbs there. And it, yeah, it's a story, you know, mainly focuses on, um, yeah, with the Bra Boys and particularly the Abitants. Yeah, and one of them, you know, became a well, he was a surfing champ, one of the top surfers in the world, and uh, one of them, you know, got put in jail for a murder, and yeah, but all I remember <laughs> is a mate and I were watching that movie, and we're kicking ourselves laughing because of the way they talk to each other. Uh, <laughs> They're all going, "Yeah, brah, over there, brah, come here, brah, you did it last night, brah." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Johnny, we're going the soccer now. Johnny Warren, Johnny Warren's football mission in the year two thousand. 
So Johnny Warren is considered the god of Australian soccer, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, and how he, um, you know, he had to deal like with uh, trying to make the game known in the country because, yeah, up until, you know, recent years, it was always considered a game, you know, just played by the ethnic groups, yeah. especially, you know, the Europeans like the Greeks and the Italians and Yugoslavs and, yeah, and it's just... Deals with like he's, you know, trying to bring the soccer into mainstream Australian life. Yes. Um, but yeah, like before he passed away in two thousand and four, you know, his mission was just to make Australia go to the World Cup. Uh, and then he was going to say, "I told you so. Yeah. I told you this game would become big in this country." Yeah. And yeah, and just after he passed away. Australia qualified for the World Cup in Germany and they've been to every World Cup ever since. Uh, so, um, but I remember, you know, he's, him crying on camera when they just missed out on qualifying for France in 98. Mm. When we just had it in the bag, you know. Yeah. We were playing Iran and, you know, we were flogging them and, yeah, it would have, would have been about 10 minutes to go. And yeah, we we had all planes, you know, like basically all tickets were booked to go to France, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and then yep, they scored two quick goals. And that was it, and they got through on the away goal rule, and oh, whole country was shattered. Mm. And yeah, but uh, oh, just a wonderful man. Yeah, I saw this movie last year. It was made in the year two thousand. Um, it's one of those telly movies that, oh, I just loved it. And I remember I, I was talking about it in men's group last year because it's a sort of movie any single dad should watch. Um, and it's it's called The Father's Choice. Yeah. Yeah, I, watch it, it was, I just watched it on Midday last year, one of those midday movies on Channel 7. And, um, and it's based on a radio yeah. Yeah, and I know bugger all about radio. All I know is that, you know, they chase after bulls and bloody... <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. yeah, it was big big in the country and yeah. here and in America. But, <clears throat> yeah, basically it's on these two daughters and they live with their mum and her partner and the mum and the partner get shot dead at the start of the movie and, and uh, the two daughters witness it and... They get sent to live with their macho dad, who's this radio uh, guy in the country, yeah. on his farm. You know, he lives in this bloody dump of a place. And, yeah. you know, the father at the start, you know, he doesn't really want them too much. And, mm. yeah, but he just, as the movie goes on, you know, he just gets, starts to develop this love for them. And, yeah. and then he's, you know, got this dilemma of, you know, yeah. all these offers coming in for his radio career and sponsorship money. Uh, and, and then he's got his two daughters who are going to get taken away from him by their, you know, rich, stuck-up aunt. Who, uh, yeah. And, yeah, just a really inspiring movie uh, uh, towards the end. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're getting near the end now. We've... Uh, I'm going to go to a cricket 
one. It's not one that I. Rem- it's a. It's one that I enjoyed watching, but yeah, I remember. It's not one that I look at fondly. It's called From the Ashes, 2011, yeah. and it's based on um, Ian Botham, the great English all rounder, and how he pretty much single handedly. Won the Ashes for England in the 1981 series when uh, everything f- for England appeared lost. And uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was at a time where, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, bad things going on in England. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, oh, riots going on in the streets, and uh, um, yeah, there was the economy wasn't good. and and it really, I remember, you know, in that 1981 series, Australia won the first test and the second test was drawn and both of them got a pair. He, he lost the captaincy and then got to the third test and England were just about to lose and they, they, they were just miles behind, you know, yeah. and they'd all checked out of their room for that day because, you know, the test wasn't going to last long and both them comes along and hits a... Big sentry, they win the match. He bowls them the victory in the next test and all of a sudden the country's talking cricket, you know, and they're just... Apparently when they won that test, the Headingley test, yeah, apparently all these... There were heaps of car crashes in England. Yeah. Yeah, because people were listening and they... (laughs) (laughs) I'm concentrating. (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, no, I remember being on the Wit Sundays on holiday when that was on, and oh, yeah, <laughs> it was not a pretty time if you're an Aussie cricket fan. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you've got Hansy in 2008. This is based on the true story of South African cricket captain Hansy Cronje. Yeah, and how he, uh, you know. He was he was the one who, yeah, fixed, got involved in all the match fixing and how he lost the, you know, a lot of respect from his country. Yeah, after, yeah, for what he did and, um, yeah, and he trying you know trying to restore his life after being given a life ban from the game. Yeah. And yeah, he's he was on a plane. Oh. Years about a, it would have been about a year after he got banned, and the yeah, plane crashed into a mountain and oh. he died tragically. And then you've got Miracle, which is uh 2004, and this is based on the the American ice hockey team in at the 1980 Lake Placid Winter Olympics. I remember this when I was a kid watching it on TV uh. at the time. <coughs> Yeah, and uh, they were playing the Soviets and they were just given no hope because the Soviets were just these gun professionals where the Americans were like, you know, college kids. Uh. Yeah. And, yeah, they upset them. And there's a really inspirational speech in that movie. Yeah, Kurt Russell plays the coach and, um, yeah, <laughs> like if you're ever a coach... Watch that scene where he's given that speech to his team yeah. just before they take on the Soviets. Yeah, just oh, I got the hairs on your neck coming up. But um, <coughs> yeah, it's based on a true story, and they went on and won the gold medal, and yeah, 
And the last move is uh, Aussie Rules. This is in the 2002 movie. It's based, it's an, yes, as the name says, it's a Aussie Rules movie, but it deals with uh, racism and class warfare <coughs> that threatens this team in South Australia, uh, out in the country. And yeah. wasn't a great movie, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. They're all the ones I can think of at the moment. <laughs> I'm sure uh, there's some that I I can't remember. Oh, there, there's so many up there. That's yeah. So I'll get to my top five now. Yep. Yep. I'll start at number five. Now, this was a really hard choice to try and narrow it down. Number five was Remember the Titans. All right, number four, Jerry Maguire. Number th- the third one, Unbroken. So we've got four American movies. And then we've got A Father's Choice at number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all American movies. <coughs> Pardon me. But then we get to number one. Drum roll. It is. Paul's number one sporting movie is When We Were Kings. Yeah. Yep. What would be your number one? You'd have to be. Um, the I know Ke- I've put you on the spot. The, the, the Kerbacker one. Yeah. Yeah. How's yeah, that? Yeah. That got close to the top five, I reckon. Yeah. But now we're up to the answers to the listener quiz questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Miss Olivia, welcome back. Hello. All righty how's the hair going? Pretty good. You nearly got it? Oh, um, yeah, I have a few more to go. Done. Gee, you got to do that every night. No, not every night. Okay. Just like when I want my hair to be really frizzy and stuff. Right. So, question number one. Yes? Yep, read it out again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Big voice. Um, what Hollywood star featured as Billy Bean in the 2011 film Moneyball? And the answer is? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yay. Mm-hmm. Right. Number two is the film Fire in Babylon is based on what sporting team in the 1970s and 80s? And the answer to that is... West Indies cricket team. Okay. And third and last question. What's the answer? Do we have multiple choice? I can't tell because... Oh, is it the one that... Yep, it's the one that's highlighted. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just like, it's this one, and it was actually that one. (laughs) Which one of these three movies won a Best Picture Award at the Academy Awards? Was it Jerry Jerry Maguire... Million Dollar Baby or Unbroken? And the answer was Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby, directed by the great Clint Eastwood. Wow. Mm. <laughs> I remember uh, 1999, I went to, I was on a Kentucky tour and we stopped at the town where um, he was the mayor of at the time. The mayor of a town? Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah, it's a real um, posh town. On the West Coast in California there. Yeah. Wow. And he was just the mayor of an entire town. Mm. Jeez. I wish I could do that. 
Yep. He's like, bow to me, Spencer. Well, like Arnold, Schwar- Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was the uh, the governor of California there for quite a while. Governor. Ronald Reagan, he was the president of America. And he was Why an actor. Bow to me, presents. Presents. He <laughs> said presents. Presents. So anything can happen in, in the great United States of America. Yeah. Donald Trump can be president. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for joining us for this special episode of Paul Sporting Memories. Please check out our Facebook for posts on my sporting memories. So it's goodbye from Paul. And it's goodbye from Glenn. Goodbye. Have a good week. See you later, bye. See you later. (laughs)